Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of The Snapshot. We're your hosts. My name is Brendan Patrick. I'm joined by none other than Marvel Snap Phenom, KM Bess. The Snapshot is a Marvel Snap podcast focused on the competitive side of the game. For episode 18, we're going to be talking about Galactus. Should it exist? Should it not? Let's get into it. All right, KM, your week in Marvel Snap, sir. Uh, my week in Marvel Snap was pretty good. I've enjoyed my week in Marvel Snap. That's that's really all I have to say about it. Obviously, I would love if the queuing into the same people thing was fixed, but just being able to play people again, being able to make YouTube content about decks that I'm playing again. Uh, awesome. Big fan of it. Grateful for that. We have a long way to go. I'm definitely doing better than all of us. Awesome. Yeah, for me, I actually had a... Pretty good week in Marvel Snap, to be honest, because I don't know what it was, but Death Wave was really good for me this week. I think I was just queuing into the right decks. I was queuing into a lot of Patriot, and I got to experience a very nostalgic deck for me. One of my favorite decks got to play Arrow again, um, and I had a good time. There was, there was no armor on ladder, and there was very little cause. I had a question. Well. How is that deck ever good versus Patriot? So the deck is good versus Patriot. If you are able, if you don't have priority, right, you can kill monger them and you can stop their Ultron, right. kills their Misty Knight. Right, but like, yeah, like that's standard. Yep, that's standard. Right, but like they're, they they have priority though. You have priority because you're playing cards and they're playing Patriot and Mystique. Yeah, so if they play Patriot Mystique, you lose to Ultron if you have priority. Outside of that, if you can stop yeah. them off the Patriot Mystique Ultron like that singular line, the wave on turn five could be pretty bad for them if they're not curving out into exactly Ultron. I, I like I, I, this is where like I just really differ from you. I think that matchup's actually unlosable for Patriot. Mm. Now a lot of that is that like I run Leech in my Patriot, mm. and it's like. Like, but a lot of that is also that, like, okay, my opponent played, like, a Nova or a Yondu or a Hood on turn one. I'm not playing fucking Squirrel Girl. <laughs> like, like, this is, like, like if, I don't know. I don't know. I want to say it's, like, obvious shit, but it's, like, I don't know how you have good cube equity in that matchup. Mm -hmm. I don't. I've played it only a few times when I, on, on the Patriot side, and I'm actually generally a big believer in Death Wave, but I do think you probably want to put, like, Enchantress in there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because, again, the Patriot deck's best line against you is to go Patriot into Mystique, right? And so if you can on-curve Enchantress that Patriot, that is, like, that is the biggest deal. That is the biggest possible deal. And the idea that you somehow don't have to tech for the matchup, I feel like that's ridiculous. Like, you should, you do not get to free win this if they have half a brain, unless you go a level up. Because again, if they have half a brain, what they're doing is Patriot into Mystique, holding for not having priority for the Ultron, right? And what you can do if you have two thirds of a brain is play an Enchantress on that Patriot when they do it. Like that's that's how you do that's how you do that. Your your whole deck forces them to take one posture, and then you have this one card that counters that posture. That's how you do it. Yeah, I think that to sort of. Deadville advocate on the on the Yondu comment, right? Like you see Yondu, you're never playing Squirrel Girl. Um, I do think that a lot of my Patriot opponents probably assumed I was playing Galactus when I played Yondu, um, and then maybe deployed Squirrel Girl a little bit too um, confidently. You after shouldn't. That. You shouldn't be playing Squirrel Girl on turn one a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like part of what I liked about the Gunny Patriot deck is you got to wait, right? Your Squirrel Girl in those decks is often your backup Ultron. You don't want to actually put a Squirrel Girl on the board. You want that to be an Ultron bot instead, because you get more value out of that with Patriot than with the non 
uh, patriotable Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't, you're not actually happy to play Squirrel Girl. You're sad to play Squirrel Girl. You don't want to do that, right? Like, that's not what you want to be doing with this. I don't know. I, I guess I just feel like there's like this huge disconnect. Because I buy that if you put Enchantress in the deck, Death Wave is favored in the matchup. Mm-hmm. I buy that. But I don't buy that you just have Killmonger and magically don't have priority against the deck that puts three power into play by turn five. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, so I was playing on ladder, but that's definitely something I think battle mode would probably sort out a lot better. I mean, the thing about ladder is I that saw, th- uh, I saw Moyen lost to Ishak in uh, the finals of the Exploria on that matchup. And I was like, I don't know how that could possibly happen. But again, I am. I have never cut leech from mm-hmm. a Patriot. Yeah, like, I mean- I've just not done that. And maybe that just like makes the matchup way easier. Maybe I'm just free rolling it because of that. But like, oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you that it would be a lot harder to beat Patriot if I couldn't wave on turn five and then, you know, maybe play three cards on turn six. Like that's that's like the yeah. most powerful thing Death Wave is doing. So, yeah, yeah if you're playing Leech, pretty good um, in terms of Enchantress. Like, I think the Shang-Chi in that deck is already at least for what I run into on ladder because I wasn't having trouble with Patriot specifically. Shang-Chi was just way too good. It was good against the mirror. It's, it's freaking amazing versus Galactus like. Yeah, Shang Chi. You know, it's also amazing versus Galactus is Enchantress. Yes, it is now. Like, now like, yes, it is now because like, no. <laughs> I, I, I just like I don't like I, I like. Oh, you know what's amazing? Like all the big stuff in this meta: Devil Dinosaur, mm-hmm. Dark Hawk. Enchantress is great against all of that, and it's also good at turning off your Patriot. Like I, I really, I truly don't know. Like that. That's just my instinct. Uh, I've been kicking that around for a while. I just don't want to play Death Wave. But mm. you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get back to it. Uh, because I, I like, I have so many games on death wave that I just like, it's like, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Another quibble I have with death wave is why are we running both arrow and Dr. Doom? Can we afford to do that oh, anymore? Yeah. Like, I don't run Doctor Doom. to run that many to- big things. I don't, I don't know if we can, I don't, I don't know, but I love the idea of enchantress in the game because your turn four kind of sucks a lot with this deck. Your turn four is super mid. Oh, another thing I wanted to experiment with in death wave is Iceman. Uh, to shut down Sandman decks because, you know, they're obviously good against your explosion on the final turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, also can hit Leech. Who knows what it might hit? Like, there's just a bunch of good hits in the metagame right now. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked with Death Wave. <laughs> we're getting sidetracked with Death Wave because, like, it's a deck that, like, it's probably the deck I'm famous for. Yep. I don't That's really what I was going to say. Like, you were like, I played a lot of Death Wave. I was like, I, I feel love, like when... I, I love talking about it. Yeah, when I was first it, introduced to you, you were like, what, like 500 Infinite playing Death Wave, I think. Yes. Yeah. Like that, like I do, I do, I, I, like that is the thing that I do. I love Death Wave, but like right now, I just feel like, like, why are we not playing Enchantress in that deck? Honestly, dude, how do people seriously think the Patriot matchup is favored just because we run Killmonger? So, like, it's helpful. Don't get me wrong. I was, uh, I was playing with one of my friends. We were just like, we were hanging out, uh, I guess, two headed giant playing together. Um, and I had five decks that I was maybe going to play. And it was the five we talked about. And Death Wave was the last deck because that deck, when I look at that deck, it just looks so mid. I'm like, this is never going to win. This is like, you know, if I want to mess around, maybe I'll play this deck. And it was the last deck I picked up. And I just had by far the most success with it. I think it was, uh, I was playing Galactus and then. You know, it's like debris, debris, debris. And I'm like, holy well, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Can you, you all please stop? You know what? That's a good segue. That's a good segue. Can we can we just jump into the Galactus thing now? Or are you going to do the bend and snap? One first? bend and snap because you did okay. mention playing people. So I, I saw this. Shoot. I saw the same comment from basically two people. I 
and I didn't know that people were experiencing. So me taking a, this is from me taking a stand on YouTube and they say, I think the rank changes are going to create separate ladders and potentially some bad player behaviors. The changes came into fact and the changes came into effect when I was ranked 95 and suddenly my climb was almost entirely bots. I spent most of the season completing missions instead of climbing, but most of my games were against infinite backed players. I can see a lot of players just taking it really slow each season so they can get really easy climbs, either less skilled players or more bots. People wanted this. I really hope they don't whine when they see what happens on the other end. I was, um, so the reason I picked this out is I didn't know that happened. I didn't know the people that were either. Yeah. And two people, I, two people in our, our YouTube comment section, both ranked 95, both played mono bots from 95 to hundred. Someone in my chat mentioned that. I just assumed it was that's super weird. I wonder if it's like people that were infinite previously and it just can't find anyone below infinite to play their MMR. Could right? be. Like, so if they if like if they've been infinite a bunch of seasons, they have like a high infinite MMR, they get bumped down, and now anyone they would have played is already an infinite. And so they're just sitting there playing bots for the rest of their their climb. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's particularly interesting because you know. Our conversation last week, my experience, your experience, like it was like they finally fixed it. They finally addressed a system that was just like clearly broken. And now we have players experiencing the same thing that you were experiencing in higher infinite, but now at rank 95, which is bizarre. And what's also super bizarre. It's not that bizarre though. No, I think that kind of makes sense. Only, like only people that were rank 95 mentioned this though. Why? Well, that's why that? just like a, that's just a that, coincidence. That like in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just a uh, a thing where I think it's trying to match them by... Like, the reason I had all the bots is because there was nobody that it could reasonably match me with within my MMR, right? Mm -hmm. And now there is a restriction. They, you, like, everyone who got to Infinite already, and I think that's what the comment is implying, everyone who got to Infinite already are the people these people would normally be matched with. Yeah. But since there's just nobody they're now being matched with bots. And that actually makes sense, right? Because like, it's not that you get high up and you automatically get bots. The mm. reason you're automatically getting bots is because there's no one it can match you with. Okay. And so if these people are in a situation where there's nobody that they could match with because everyone they would be able to be matched with is now unable to match with them because of the new limit on someone below rank infinite, rank matching into people in infinite that's why they're getting bots yes and i believe what happened for the people below their mmr bracket is that there is a there is a bot there's sort of a range in which they can match below so other rank other rank 95s people might be the same rank their mmr is lower than theirs and they're not because they're, this is late season right? exactly if these are people who like took two weeks off and were infinite all the time stacking up mmr over season over season over season these are people who have like the MMR of a high infinite player and they're ranked 95. So there's no one for them to match. Interesting. I'm and you can tell they are because that's who listens to our podcast. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens on the rank reset. If we all get, you know, we all get a similar experience or we're having these weird outliers. It's going to be the again. exact same as whatever happens right now. Okay. Like your matchmaking will not change from the rank reset to right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be playing the same players on the reset. I will play boomer 15 times on day one. Mm -hmm. That is what is going to happen on the reset. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to follow up with that question. So you kind of said it at the beginning, but you are still getting people like 10 plus times in a row. Yes. Online. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's unfortunate. Hopefully the worst part is because I like built my sort of testing group out of the people I would play on ladder all the time. Mm -hmm. It's the people I know. It's like, oh, I'm playing the human spider eight times. Oh, I'm playing boomer 12 times. It's like if I wanted to do that, I could just DM them and be like, yo, let's do a battle mode. <laughs> like, Why am I doing this? Dude, I feel like you've been playing the human spider for like 
five, six months now. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. He finished. He finished right behind me in the first open season. Mm. That's my boy. Nice. All right. So that's that's the bend of snap. If you want to get your question read out on next week's podcast, shoot us a comment on YouTube, and we'll get it queued up. Main topic of the pod is Galactus to Galactus or to not Galactus. Um, great debate. Cam, do you the greatest? Why don't you just hit me with your spice? What do you think? Uh... I think there comes a point at which a card, regardless of whether or not it's balanced, regardless of whether or not counters exist, becomes an issue to people enjoying the game. I think that people love to respond with, wow, to to people who say like, wow, Galactus sucks. People love to respond with, but look at all these cards that beat it. But they're sort of missing the point. The point is not, I always lose to Galactus. The point is, it's really boring to turn the game into a binary of did I do the thing and did you do the thing that beats my thing? And I know people say like, oh, well, that's just card games. Like you just draw the cards. and But like, that's not actually true. There's a lot of interplay in games like that, for example. Like uh, I played a Patriot Mirror uh, where we both played Super Scroll on turn four and then we both couldn't play our Patriots and had to maneuver around the existence of the Super mm. Scroll and like play vanilla creature beatdown. Like, Decisions mattered in that game, despite the fact that we both did the thing, so to speak. Like, to turn the entire game into that is, I think, a decision that people resent. And I think you'd kind of have to be not necessarily willfully missing the point. I won't won't say willfully, but I think you are missing the point if you respond to something like the Nade Shot tweet with a list of shit that beats Galactus. Mm -hmm. Like, Congratulations, you've pointed out the obvious. Do you think people don't know that you could beat Galactus by playing Debris? Of course they know that. They just don't want to have the game shrunk. When you have Galactus in the metagame, the game shrinks to include a card that beats Galactus or you fucking lose. And this was not a thing that was an issue previously because Arrow was so goddamn strong. And Arrow was in every deck. And so every deck had a built-in counter to wave into Galactus because, hey, Lamau, you got Arrow in every deck. This was one of the worries I had with them nerfing Arrow was like, all right, now we're no longer free-rolling Galactus, which means it is going to get better. Like, the deck is always going to get better. It is going to be a playable deck, a metagame force, potentially. Definitely something you have to be aware of and prepared for. And... Being aware of and prepared for Galactus is not something people find fun. Mm-hmm. People don't find, uh, just put Polaris and Cosmo in every deck in 50-50. Fun. That's not fun. Like, people don't find the whole game being reduced to one question fun. People enjoy interaction, mm-hmm. decision trees, thinking about things. Your opponent, you running Polaris and Cosmo, and then a Crimson Cosmos flips up and you just lose the game on the spot, that's not fun. And Galactus generates too many of those situations for people to be like, oh, well, just, uh, well, here's a list of all the, the, the look at all these cards that, that like, beat Galactus. Look at all the, the, the ways it's counterable. Look at all the things that you can do to beat Galactus. It's like, okay, congratulations on being like smart enough to know that you can debris a Galactus. Like we all know that the issue is that when he exists, he constrains the game to decks that include those cards and people don't want that. I think uh, you said one thing I want to pick up and you said is that now that arrows nerfed, you can't free roll the Galactus anymore. And I think that that's, you know, that that's key to the deck actually being more popular and more powerful is because the tech 
probably one of the most powerful pieces of tech to be Galactus used to be in every single deck. And now you have to make an active deck building decision if you want to have cards to be yeah. Galactus, which I think is something that adds tension to deck building. I think it's a good thing. If you had to run it, let's say it was narrowed down. Let's say it was just debris and you had to run debris in every deck in order to be viable on the ladder. Yeah, that would make things... I think a bit less interesting, but as it is, I do think there are a lot of ways to counter Galactus and a lot of ways you can add tech cards if you find it necessary. I think that there's also, there's also tension to a Galactus game past the tech card. It's just not as apparent, right? Because if you do genuinely think someone is on Galactus, you can make conscious decisions to not feed the null. To play into certain you, you can not feed the null. You can super scroll the null. You can leader the null. It's not that they're always favored. Mm -hmm. It's that it sucks. Like, I feel like a lot of people tend to take this as a balance argument. Galactus mm -hmm. is imbalanced. And that's not the point anyone's trying to make. Yeah, the it, point people unfun, are trying right? to make is Galactus sucks. It's, it's an un... It's, it's a... Like, here's the thing. There's a reason why Ben Brode named Galactus the number one potential problem card in Marvel Snap. He did an interview and he said that, like, what card do you think pushed the envelope the most? The card you're scared of the most. It was Galactus. Do you think that's because he thinks it's going to be a competitively viable deck? Like, that's it's so clearly not what the issue with this card is. The issue with this card is that it's not a fun thing to happen to you. Whether or not you beat it 75% of the time or 25% of the time, it's not fun for it to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Now, I think, you know, maybe a lot of people might be late to this, but I do want to give a very specific shout out to a Vin Kelsier over at SnapFan who has been saying since Galactus's release that his dynamic is unhealthy and was unhealthy. Other people that have been super consistent about this, Jeff Hoagland, since the card came out, Galactus is unhealthy. He is an unhealthy dynamic. It has nothing to do with his power. It is not good for the game. And I think there are going to be a bunch of people that hear this and be like, oh, well, they're just complaining about things like that again. They should just get good and beat Galactus. And it's like, you know, yes, right? Like, if you're good at the game, you can beat Galactus more often than not. Like, more often than not, you will beat the deck. But the last people they should be balancing for is me. They should be balancing for the average player of the game. To put another way, they should be balancing for Nadeshot. Mm. That's who they should be balancing for. Not you, who like knows every card offhand so you can come up with a list of the 12 cards in the game that counter Galactus. They shouldn't be balancing for you. There's uh, there's one thing you said that I think that both sides of the argument would ubiquitously agree with, which is that Galactus sucks. The people who play against Galactus think it sucks because they don't like the experience. The people who play Galactus think it sucks because... It does. It's not very good. Because they lose all the content. <laughs> it's not a very good card. <laughs> um, well, let me let me let me take us back to step one. Let's just read out the Nade Shot tweet so we have full context. Okay. And this actually made Galactus trend on Twitter, which is kind of funny. So he says at Marvel Snap. So he's real pissed off. Galactus continues to be the worst card in Marvel Snap. Takes all the fun out of this incredible game. I know there are counters. I understand, but every single time it is played, and you're using a deck without counters, and I didn't draw a counter early. You just wasted minutes of your life. So that's the Nate Shot tweet. <laughs> um, so that I know you have a quibble with you just wasted minutes of your life. <laughs> I, I love that. I just love that part. Um, anyway, I uh, I respond to this because I think it's hilarious, and I just really like the last thing he said. I just point out 
Yeah, most of the top decks just inherently count their Galactus. And I think that the best Galactus list, and this is important, I think the best Galactus list plays Galactus in less than 50% of the winning games. I think most of the time, they're just playing Destroyer, Taskmaster, they're using Shuri. Like, there are just better cards in the deck, and Galactus is a bit narrow. But when you do drop it, it does go and blows up all the locations, and your opponents just sit there and watch. I agree, that's annoying. Um, but, uh... The thing I, I think more fundamentally, hold on. I think more fundamentally, like Marvel Snap is a game about locations. Mm-hmm. It's a game about balancing power across three locations. That's the fundamental mechanic of the game. And Galactus is like, ha, ha, it's actually not about that at all, idiot. And I think like that might be another thing that people just don't like about it. Like it, it is the card that breaks the most rules, right? Like fundamental rules of the game. There, there, there are For like sure. some sort of lesser rules that other cards break. Like uh, card draw doesn't exist in Marvel Snap as opposed to Thanos, right? Like Can, card draw only exists. Snap, like <laughs> sure, right? Like there are some things that other cards break, but none of them are fundamentally game changing the way Galactus is. Yeah, it's like, and I think none of them are. Uh, I guess I would say as obviously noticeable when they happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> the the animation, like you have to sit through it. Like and it, like it, if you were playing against Mono Galactus, and for some reason, let's say you brought, I don't know, Zoo <laughs> or something, and you had to play Worldship right. every game. Yeah, you would probably not be super pumped at the end right. of that. Like you built your like 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 let's say you just like build a deck. And like you're like rank 60 or whatever. You just like build a deck. You're like, oh, this is a location, a game about three locations. I will build a deck that splits my power among three locations. And then you get Galactus and it's like, oh, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, 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 it's like I feel like people always respond to this. And like I have I have a tweet I want to I want to read out. Um, I will leave the name off because I don't want people to like dogpile this person. OK, um, I'll, I'll do the same as well whenever we read some. I think I yeah I I think I think this one is like I I definitely I I will take issue with this but I don't want people to dogpile it. So uh, Galactus hate is getting sad. His play rate is huge. If you're actively choosing not to throw a counter in every deck, it's your own fault, not the cards. Overall, Galactus sucks. We don't need to nerf cards that suck because you choose not to counter it. So on the one hand, from a competitive perspective, I totally understand this. I totally understand that like. Wow, why are they focusing on this when they can be focusing on things that are real problems, right? I get it. But fundamentally, a game is about having fun. And if you have a card in your game that is preventing a lot of people from having fun, then you should maybe consider doing something about it. I don't have any idea what the solution would be. Mm. I don't. I have absolutely no idea. What about... But um... I think that... It's not unreasonable. Like the way this tweet is, it's portraying people as like mad cuz bad, right? Mm-hmm. You're only mad at Galactus because you're bad at the game. And it's like, no, it's mad cuz fundamental constraints of deck building. So right? Yeah. No one's gonna like a card that from the outset forces them to do shit, forces them to play differently. I have to follow up with the the question begs is whose fun matters? Is it the people who play Galactus or the people who don't play Galactus? Because by the way it sounds, it sounds like the only people whose fun matter is the ones that don't play Galactus because Galactus is not a 100% unfun card. It just seems to be a bit zero sum in its fun. (laughs) It seems to be one side. I feel like if you wanted to play a one-sided fun deck, right, where you get to have all the fun and they get to have none, you can go play Sarah Control or Death Wave. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, so you can do that already. I do think that, that you don't need you don't need to break the rules to that degree. Like, I I don't know. I think the reason people don't like Galactus is I can't. Here's here's something I'll be super honest about. I don't know if I actually give a shit about the Galactus nerf. I just hate all the arguments people use against it. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's actually what this really. What is. would you see as a? Good... I just hate this mad cuz bad shit. What would you see as a good argument for Galactus? To stay in the game? Yeah. Well, he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's fun he's to, he's fun to play. It's fun to play. He's and it's super dope. It's, yeah. it's very unique, right? You can't have that play experience in any other deck, any other card. There's a lot of cards in Marvel Snap that have replacement level value, right? You're going to get a similar effect, right? Polaris might mm. move something, you know, move something to the lane. Maybe, you know, the new card, Stegron or whatever, move something away. Like, they're somewhat similar. Nothing is like Galactus. It is a very unique mm-hmm. experience. And this, this, this ability to interact with the locations is also, I think people find it appealing. Like obviously there's other cards that do that, but you know, making this location world ship with the animation is particularly fun to some people. And I do think that the Galactus deck, like, I don't know, people like playing it because it's really tough to find the angle where you finally get to pull your Galactus and blow everything yeah. up. It, it sucks for your opponent. I, I mean, I've, Trust me, when I play against Galactus, right. I'm like, someone Galact, someone turn three waves, turn four Galact, um, and then Spider-Man's me out of the lane. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> yeah, come on. Or like turn turn three Electro, turn f- uh, then turn three Electro, turn four Doc Ock, there goes your arrow mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, oh, cool. I'm glad I specifically built for this. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a question of how much that'll happen, I think. Because again, we've established, I think, more often than not, if you're prepared for Galactus, you're going to win the matchup. That's not the issue. The issue is, generally speaking, players want agency, mm-hmm. and Galactus does not provide that. Like, it's one of the things I think that when you contrast it with Thanos is really remarkable, mm-hmm. because Thanos provides perhaps more agency than any other card in the entire game. Thanos lets you do more things, take more game actions, and Galactus lets you take less, even in the deck building stage. Yeah, I think Thanos is more, it, like, it wins in a, cl- a way I would think, and this is kind of a kind of a crazy analogy, but it's closer to Black Lotus in the way it wins the game. You don't feel it immediately, right? It's super powerful, and it's actually kind of unfair how many cards it's drawing when it's the best deck. Um, but, like, Galactus is just, like, the big fatty that gets dropped, and you're like, there's nothing I can do about this. There's a Trinisphere. I'm locked out of the game. It's not fun, right? Where, you know, yeah. Thanos, they're doing their own thing, but you're still doing your thing. I honestly, I think that Lockjaw is a less fun card to play against. Like, when my opponent plays a Lockjaw and just hits the freaking nuts every single time, it that makes me, that's a more unpleasant experience for me as a player. Uh, in, in my, oh, you mean that card they just nerfed? Yes, the card they just nerfed. So, oh, crazy. <laughs> um, there, the illusion of a, the you know agency, the argument for agency, or the illusion of agency in, in card games, like and players wanting more of it, you know, wanting this more mid range experience. Like, I understand that argument, but I think that the longer I played card games, the more I've come to appreciate that there is a subset of <laughs> the audience that plays any game. It wants the antithesis of that experience. They want a one-sided experience. They right. want to play solitaire. And uh, it's it's easy to attack those people because you're like, that sucks. Nobody has, only one person has fun. But I think that it's important to have those kind of players and those kind of decks in the game. As long as those decks are inconsistent. If Galactus was the most consistent deck, it did its thing every time. You And it was like, it was just a pain in the ass, then I would be, yeah, nerf it. But when it's inconsistent so, and counterable, 
I think that it's I think it's an okay card. I just I want to go back I to think my issue is the, the counterable thing. I want right? to go back to the arrow though. Like, I think free I think free roll countering it is actually unhealthy. I think you should have to make a conscious decision. I don't know about that. And also, I think like people love saying like, oh, Galactus sucks, right? I went to untapped.gg. They mm. do not sponsor me. So this is just me using a tool. I sorted player collection level 2000 plus uh, player rank 70 to 100 plus. Uh, since the latest patch, I use 100 plus because they got rid of the bots for super high elo players. So it's like a little more reliable, not necessarily super reliable. And I sorted Galactus decks with a win rate of 200 ga- over a sample size of 200 games i sorted them by win rate and like i'll be honest with you for all the people that say that galactus is a bad deck the degree to which you have to scroll down before like there are far more positive win rate galactus lists on here then there are negative win rate Galactus lists. And I think it's also important to note that even the negative win rate Galactus lists have positive cube rates. So for example, I'm gonna read a list off here. Uh, Daredevil, Wolverine Electro, Wave, Shuri, Taskmaster, Nimrod, Doc Ock, Null, Galactus, Destroyer, Death, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, 49.9% win rate, 1300 games, a lot of games, uh, but still a plus 0.22 cube rate right i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go even lower right okay here is uh yondu daredevil electro killmonger wave shang chi spider-man kang doc ock null galactus death 390 games 48.7 win rate plus 0.19 cube rate and so, like, you have to go pretty far down before you really consistently start seeing the low cube rate stuff. Here's one, uh, like, Yondu, Daredevil, Cloak, Electro, Wave, Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, Doc Ock, Null, Galactus, Chavez, Death, 47.5% win rate, 220 games, uh, plus 0.31 cubes. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we, like, at what point do we start wondering, like, okay, even though everyone says it's so easy to counter and it's so easy to do it, why, why do these decks still go positive on cubes, right? Like, if it's so easy to counter, why are, like, these decks doing well? I get it's sort of cherry-picked data, so, like, let's look at the top performing Galactus lists under these standards. Uh, the top one, 260 games. Mm-hmm. Daredevil, Cloak, Electro, Wave, Shang, Spider-Man, Prof X, Doc Ock, Null, Galactus, Destroyer, Death. You see like a sort of mix-up strategy mm-hmm. here uh, where you have like a Prof X strat instead of the Galactus strat. So you have like this backup strategy of basically being ongoing Destroyer. Yeah. So you have like Daredevil, Cloak, you go, you get like a Prof X lane, you have a Destroyer lane, etc. Right? Now, that, that list, uh, 58.7% win rate, 260 games. Like there are... Like, what would you say the appropriate benchmark for what Galactus's win rate should be is? Oh, it's it's super hard for me to say because I don't know what the sort of like what the sample size or data size would look like for a more popular deck. So we'd have to like like what does the sample size look like for like one of the most popular Patriot decks? And if Galactus is one one hundredth of that with its most popular deck, it's like it gets tough with the data. Um, and I haven't seen I haven't seen any of it to be honest. But I do think that Galactus having a better cube rate um than expected i mean it's 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 definitely possible i think i checked i just counted Mm -hmm. right now there are 43 galactus decks Mm -hmm. with win rates above of 50 percent or higher you that have 200 plus games from rank 70 to 100 plus 
-hmm. There are 43 builds of Galactus, 50% or higher. I do believe the deck itself is probably roughly in the 50% range. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, let me let me go check. Uh, okay, so Untapped has it uh, overall with uh, latest patch using these filters. It has Galactus at 50.2% and a plus 0.15 cubes. But, and this is really key to note, it has a play rate of 10%. That's like, that is an enormous, enormous deal. Yeah. The fact that it is one of the known meta decks, it is something that is apparently so easy to counter. And you're seeing it a ton, so there's a ton of value in countering it. It's still above 50%. It's still positive on cubes. Yeah. That matters. We we talked about the Galactus um, sort of playline being one-sided fun, right, for just the Galactus player. I think that some of the most fun that I've had in Marvel Snap was playing against Galactus. And I find that the way that the Galactus works, deck works is that when it's doing its thing... It kind of has to snap because if it doesn't snap in the games where it draws, you know, you know, Galactus on an open lane with a big ass mm. null, it's it's just like it's never going to gain the cube. So they always snap that. One of my favorite things is you know don't have priority turn six null Shang Chi. It's hilarious, hilarious. And then you got to give them the old uh, <laughs> the old the old thumbs up emote. No, no, I'm kidding. You don't actually. I, I don't do that. I actually don't emote. I I actually really hope <laughs> that second dinner implements a. Uh, setting to stop emotes <laughs> to be honest but that's another that's another sure. thing but that, that is one of my favorite things is because galactus does feel a bit all inny when it does finally do its thing and uh you know you can counter it and i think it's very one-sided fun when you do counter the galactus galactus is like oh i finally set up my galactus i have my big null i don't have prior i you know i have priority it's not great but he has to have the shang chi you know like he maybe he doesn't have it and then you have it and it's just like I don't think the Galactus experience is, is actually one-sided fun. I think that it can actually be fun for the other player. Maybe I think it's just the games that you lose against Galactus are one-sided fun, but I would argue that card players sort of have a... They have a natural tendency to enjoy games that they win and dislike games that they lose. Right. No, and, like, like, there is that, right? Like, like, there is a thing with card game players where the number one determinant of whether or not you enjoyed your experience is if you won. Mm -hmm. And that's that's just true, right? Like, people losing to it, it like, they're going to be more mad than anything else, right? I get it. But, like, I do think that people are sort of... Like, again, I don't even know if I'm, like, 100% because I don't have any good solutions, right? I don't know what to do to solve Galactus. What I do know is I fucking hate this argument, this line of argument that goes, uh, you know, you can counter it so many ways. You're just actually an idiot. Like, I like it's, it's not just willfully missing the point. It's arguably incorrect. Because if it was so fucking correct, why is it still positive win rate at 10% of the meta? Do you know how hard it is to be positive win rate with a deck that is so easy to counter at 10% of the meta? It seems pretty difficult to me. I think that that mostly comes down to tonality because if someone is legitimately very angry about Galactus um, and they're not aware of how to counter it, because I do think that once you know how to counter it and once you're able to recognize you're, you're in a game versus Galactus earlier rather than later, which is actually almost more important than the counter than the counter tech in your deck is you need to be able to recognize that the person is setting up for Galactus. Um, mm -hmm. I think that if someone 
doesn't know about that or doesn't know how to implement it correctly is given that advice. Like I think they will have a much more fun time against Galactus. I do. Cause if, if you're not aware of how the priority works with Galactus and how you can hold Shang-Chi back and Shang-Chi their, their null or play super scroll and beat their null and do all these other kind of little finicky gameplay, then yeah, it might be kind of annoying. It might seem helpless. It might be like, Oh, this deck is just, just terrorizing me on ladder. So I think that some of that, yeah. like, you know, some of that response is in good faith. It's like, hey, there's a lot of other top decks right now. These are the specific cards in it that can counter it. But I do agree with you that, you know, immediately jumping to like, oh, you're just mad because you're bad. Like, it's it's so easy. How can you miss it? It's, it's, it's not how it works. I mean, the Galactus deck is actually set up to beat a lot of counters. It is set up to beat Shang. Yeah. It is set up to like, beat Shang Chi's, right? Just, Usually you, yes. you play you play off the lane that has zero, so you specifically um don't have priority. So you can dodge that exactly. You know? Right. I also think like a lot of people that talk about the counters think things are a lot harder of a Galactus counter than they are. Like Cosmo is not a Galactus counter. It's a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Like uh Polaris is not a Galactus counter. It's it's a 50-50. Like these are not hard counters the way like arrow was right like th- these are not oh easy always do this kind of plays like th- th- these are 50 50s and wagering the whole game on a coin flip i think basically the way i think of galactus is card games are you know very heavily randomly influenced it's important that people understand that going in and they do as much as they can to disguise the randomness or make it manageable mm-hmm. right and Galactus has a tendency to just strip all that there and just make it you are literally flipping coins right mm-hmm. now. There are more games with Galactus where it's just you are literally flipping coins right now than any other deck. Yeah. You are doing that so much. And I think that's the thing that people don't like. People don't like that you're stripping the artifice away from the game because they play the game because they enjoy the art. Yeah, the, illu- the illusion of agency. I, there's a there's like a kind of a quirky argument in card games that all card games are predetermined and that you only stray farther away from the perfect form as you play it and, and have make imperfect plays as a human. And that they're all they're all these kind of you know predetermined outcomes or flips or lack. There is no player agency yes. in them. Obviously, that's quirky. Um, but yeah, the, but like 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 Galactus turns that into reality more than any other. <laughs> Galactus makes that argument real. Like, it's literally just like, okay, well, there's two lanes they can play Galactus in, and I can Cosmo one of them. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and there, I, I am oversimplifying that. Like, there's a lot of like, okay, so this lane would be more beneficial to the Galactus player. How good do I think my opponent is? Mm-hmm. Do they think that I'm good enough to know that this lane is more beneficial to them and thus less likely to go into it? To what degree do I have to respect the fact, like, let's say, you know, they already have a unit, or let's say I already have a unit in one lane. Do I, Do they think they can overcome that mm-hmm. unit? Like, to what degree, how big is the null getting? Obviously, there's a lot of thoughts here, yep. right? There's a lot that goes into any card game. But Galactus strips as many of those away as any deck in the game. Mm-hmm. Just straight up. It turns a lot of games into, do you have it? And I don't think that's everyone's cup of tea. And I also, like, it is so weird to, like, list all these cards that can beat G-Man when a lot of them, the experience of playing them isn't particularly fun. Yep, and like you said, I think that even if you do have the counters in your deck, uh, to 
it, a lot of it, sometimes it will be 50-50s, but the nuance of getting it past the 50-50 and often putting yourself in the shoes of the Galactus, it's not that simple, right? It's not that simple, especially like when it comes to snapping and how to snap in a Galactus in a, yeah. in a Galactus match. Okay, so it's turn five. Um, I have priority. I have wave. I really think he's. they've snapped. They, they've had the nuts so far. If I snap back, they probably know I have wave and they leave. So do I keep it? Do I not? I mean, these are obviously a little bit inconsequential not wave sorry uh arrow these are obviously a bit inconsequential because you're winning that (laughs) match but um but it matters and i think there's a lot of nuance to it and right and like what but like here's the other thing like okay what if you get your read wrong and they play destroyer nimrod or yeah destroyer like like what if like that's what happens that the thing people want to do that's like is that that's the tension chaos that's the fun part of it it's like you can be wrong is that fun yes people like that you said you like back and forth right so that that is back and forth it's like okay it's not a back and forth it's not happening on the board it's all the wine in front of me sign from the princess bride i think that's what's happening here it's like well clearly they will not play a wave because they know that i have the arrow like i i just i think people want to play the game yeah (laughs) like i don't think there's anything wrong with you know like a lot of good players will play their opponent. That's part of what being good is. That's a big level up, right? But I don't think we're really talking about them, right? Like, we're not talking about someone who's good enough to be like, all right, so this is clearly the optimal play for my opponent. Thus, I think they will do that. Now I need to figure out if they're going to make the optimal play or a suboptimal play to try to trick me. That's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the guy who's on the toilet. He's got, you know, he's, he's got to get yeah. up soon. He's got to get back to his work call. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> um, but, like we're not, we're not, we're not talking about that. What? just the one thing I want to say is like, we talk about Galactus not having back and forth. The Galactus lists to play destroyer. They attack from more angles. So they've like, if they set up the Nimrod on turn five, it looks like they're Galactus on an empty lane on turn six. And you're like, mm. oh, I've got the arrow and they play the destroyer i do think that is a bit of a back and forth because there's it's less than a 50 50 it's more of a mind game what do what 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 top end card do i think my opponent's gonna play so i think there's more but like that's I think also it's, kind of a 50 50 i just like, i think there's more you it's kind of a 50 50 i think it's more there's more to like a galactus match than people give a credit for as this sort of myopic almost predetermined unfun experience i think that as you um you know as you become I guess more familiar with the deck, more familiar with the play lines, you find more ways to counter it or more more sure. have a better idea of like how to snap into it, how to when to leave, you know, like what what turns are they pre-snapping me and should I leave? So I think there's play to it. Ultimately, we gotta get down to the to the question. And you were right. Ben Brode put this on number one on his list. And I don't think it's because Galactus is overpowered, but then again, nobody nope. does. Nobody does. The reason is well, because no, I think people arguing against it genuinely do think that, well, right? Like I'll let them know. Like, it's like, be- like, like here, here, here's here's I got I got another tweet okay, for tweet. you. Again, please, please, no pylons. As a mainly battle mode tournament focused player, I really have not seen Galactus at all in that environment. It can be understandably frustrating to play against on the ladder, but I think the card is fine. Has anyone had much success in tournament with Galactus? And like to me, this is another example of missing the point. Like, the tournament community in Marvel Snap is not how most people play Marvel Snap. It's pretty straightforward, right? Like, the, the, like I'm not I'm going to say your experience in tournaments doesn't matter. I think it matters. But, like, well, the people complaining about Galactus are very clearly not those people. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so much, I don't, again, I don't know what to call it. It's just very frustrating to me to watch these arguments fly around that don't even seem to engage with the issue in any real way other than it loses sometimes. Mm-hmm. The, um, like, but like I was saying, the reason it's on Ben Bro's list is not because it's uh, overpowered. It's because it creates like world ship every time. Like every time it's played, yeah. it's basically world ship. That, that's, is that, that fun? It can be. I mean, it's fun for somebody, right? It's, it's fun for somebody. Um, and, 
you know, maybe it's fun to Shang-Chi the Galactus when they make mistakes. So I would argue, yes, there is, there's, there's iotas of fun to be had in that experience. Um, but that is why it's on the list fundamentally is because mm-hmm. it does that. And that is not a normal thing to happen in Marvel Snap. No, there's nothing close to it. Um, the last point I want to say, the reason why I like Galactus, and I wouldn't want to say it deleted, you know, it could get nerfed, whatever. But I think that having very unique ways to engage with the game of Marvel Snap, um, you know, through push design, which I think Galactus sort of falls into, very asymmetric design from the rest of the cards Marvel Snap. I think that game makes the game more interesting and it makes the game fresh, right? Because when I'm done, I don't feel like playing my Death Wave deck. I don't feel like playing my Patriot deck. I want to do something different, uh, like way different. I also I don't want to put a different, you know, like a put a seven down instead of a five. I want to blow up some lanes, control some lanes. Like I have that option. And I think that that's important. I think being able to engage with the game in many different ways is uh, it adds depth. I 100% agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that the best argument for Galactus is this card is super cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that is the single best argument for Galactus is like, Oh my God, look at this guy, right? Like, as far as whatever deleterious effects he may have on the metagame, whatever deleterious effects he may have on, I guess, the the artifice constructed around Marvel Snap to make it feel like you have more agency over the game, whatever deleterious effects he may have, the card is super cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot argue with that. It is so cool. I thought I would get bored of it, the animation. I have not gotten bored of it. It's just cool. Yeah. I'm a, I'm almost a 30-year-old boy, uh, Cam, and I swear to God, there's sometimes when I've, you know, when I really get my Galactus down and I, I do it out loud, I'm like, <laughs> it just can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. You can't <laughs> stop. Yeah. It's just like you feel it in your bones. <laughs> yeah. The Galactus. Maybe like a Galactus Ultimate variant that just plays like a dubstep song. Oh, Gosh. <laughs> Whenever he does the thing, snap! Just like, just like a, a Galactus variant that just plays a Skrillex song from 2012. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that sort of like I think that brings the argument like totally. Together. I think both sides have reasonable arguments. Um, I the Nade Shot tweet I think was uh you know it looked pretty aggressive with the app Marvel Snap, and I think Look, that's why is Nade Shot the best messenger for this. <laughs> discussion no he, he, like, he made it he made it point. he made a trend so i would say that's the best messenger like he's have. more right than he's wrong yeah. is my fundamental contention mm-hmm. here and i do agree with you cam like all the thing is is that we as players who play the game a lot or play tournaments or play in a higher rank whatever you want to call it living in the echo chamber of twitter the vast majority of people that play marvel snap aren't on twitter and uh yeah that those are the people that probably don't like Galactus. Yep. So all of us sitting here are like, it kind of sucks. I play Galactus and I actually just played Destroyer most times. Someone's like, I never lose to Galactus. Yeah, it's no, like, what, are, what are people complaining about? <laughs> this deck is bad. And it's like, okay, well, two things. One, it's 10% of the meta from 70 to 100, so that sucks. <laughs> like, that, like, there's only one deck with a higher play rate than it, uh, and that is Electro Sandman. Mm-hmm. And would you believe it actually has a higher cube rate than Electro Sandman? Just throwing that one out there. Again, using the untapped stats, uh, 70 to 100 plus, but and a collection level filtering for uh, over over 2,000. I figure that's like a good benchmark for like when people would reasonably get and or play into Galactus, right? So since the latest patch, it has a higher cube rate than uh, the the Electro Ramp mm-hmm. deck, which, like, y- yeah, those are the only two decks that are more than 10% of that metagame. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that's a little bad. 
right? <laughs> that's uh, that's certainly one type of playstyle really dominating the climb, yeah? Yeah, and um, I that's one of the things I think about with Galactus and where I would be championing for a nerf or some sort of change is that if it ever did become overwhelmingly the best deck, the most popular deck, which it sounds like it's pretty close, then yeah, it probably should be nerfed because it's like, you know, Eldrazi Tron being the best deck or something. It's just like, it's just like, please take it. It's Tron, right? Like it's like Tron where it's just like, it takes, it takes so much of the uh, agency out of the game and replaces it with, I did the thing. I think it's, do you have the answer? Yeah. I think it's more like mono red prison, especially with the freaking Spider-Mans and stuff. It's just like, (laughs) yeah, but nevertheless, um, seems like it's in an okay spot. I'm happy that we all got to have this conversation. Thank you, Nadeshot, for uh, you probably did it in like literally 30 seconds, wasn't even thinking about it and then now we get to have these sort of <laughs> echoing conversations about Galactus, but it's it's number one on the I've been wanting to do a, gal- I've been wanting to do a great Galactus debate episode for forever I'll be honest with you. <laughs> well, we, ha- we have done it. We have settled the Galactus debate um, I would be bummed. What is our solution? What have we settled? I think that the solution is, uh no changes. Hashtag no changes. <laughs> you know, I have no. Like, here's the issue: is I think it probably should be changed, but I have no idea what for, what to do about it. Like, you could make it so he always has priority. Yeah, if you make him a Even six zero, is skills. he better? Is he better as a six zero? Yes, he's better as a six zero. Yeah, he's better. Like I remember when they toned down the six three to six two, and I was like, that's a buff. <laughs> you buffed him. You buffed the card. Uh, I don't know if you realized that you buffed the card, but you buffed the card because mm-hmm. Galactus obviously does not want to have priority. Wants to be able to just play an arbitrarily large idiot. And uh, one good way of not getting your arbitrarily large idiot killed is by not having priority. No Shang-Chi. I do have uh, just a small little anecdote story of playing against Galactus, which has happened to me uh, about three times in the last week. Galactus players, uh, they don't tend to actually count the null. They just play the null. <laughs> so I've been playing some Death Wave. <laughs> so I've been consistently beating uh, baby nulls off of uh, just playing She-Hulk and Death. <laughs> they don't count. They don't. Be- I mean, it goes away, and then you can never get that information back. There's no aud- There's no like audit log in Marvel Snap. You count every time, man. <laughs> Bro, you would be surprised. What are we talking? You're, you're, dude. Brutal. These are Galactus opponents. They're doing the sound out loud. They're snapping. They're going, Burr. they're not counting. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's 20 something. And then here comes it's 20. It's a number. I don't care. Awesome. All right, Cam. Well, great conversation. So, what I'm hearing is Galactus is actually underrated by the stats because everyone playing it is that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Galactus needs a buff. Uh, make him a six a six nine so he can get Shang Chi as well. There we go. Make him make him a six nine is actually a good buff, but only because of the sixty nine jokes. Yep, 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 yep. Awesome. All right, so closing it out, uh, Cam. I'm about to flight tomorrow to cast the Flesh and Blood World Championship six a.m. I know you got to get up early, so let's close it out quickly here. Uh, no review this week, um, but if you do listen to the podcast, you enjoy the podcast. Maybe you hate Galactus, maybe you love Galactus. There's something for everybody on this podcast. <laughs> Leave us a review; it's the number one thing you can do um, at ratethispodcast.com/snapshot or particularly Apple Podcasts because that helps the most. Um, we are both on Twitter, Cam Best MS Brendan APG. Cam is streaming all the freaking time. There's about to be a new season, and uh, it's going to be a tougher one. We I'm gotta... not doing it. No, nope, I'm not no doing day it. one. Before no. you ask, I'm not doing it. Oh. 
So Cam might fall into a day one infinite. We'll see. We never know. Um, and then, yeah, video version of this on YouTube at youtube.com slash the underscore snapshot. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.